What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Nothing good happens after midnight, just sex, drugs, and rock and roll. This is episode 60. Episode 60 is brought to you by the Neutral Ground Sports Network, and is also brought to you by Vigit, the social network for sports gamblers. Uh, Big Easy Bets is still on there, giving out their picks. Uh, use the promo code Big Easy Bets for 1,000 VIG coins right off the bat. You can win real prizes for risking no money. Um, with us again, back in the studio, Justin Mascaro. How are we doing? Doing great. Another profitable weekend. <laughs> and back again to defend his picks from last week, Josh Box. Didn't really go your way last weekend, did it? Nope. How are did you feeling? Did not go it? my way. <laughs> Shout out to the SEC Russ for that. Yeah, we'll touch on that as we get going into this episode a little bit. Um, but, okay, before we recap, I mean, what happened? LSU looked good. TJ Finley impressed. The Saints got a win against Carolina. Um, Habib Nurmagomedov uh, rode off into the sunset after a decisive, what was it, a second-round win over Justin Gaethje? Yeah. Yes, pound for pound greatest of all time? I wouldn't say that. Number two? Yeah. It'd be hard not to give number two in my opinion. I think he's the best. It's hard to judge on what makes someone the GOAT, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that he's probably the most dominant fighter that there's ever been in the UFC. Yeah. But I think John Jones' resume is far greater than his. Yeah, it is. But I feel like with Habib, it was just like... And John Jones, like, if John Jones would have retired after yeah. four or five title defenses, you know, what would they be saying? Because he would have never gotten in trouble mm-hmm. and all of that. And then what would they be saying about him? So. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, Habib, it, just, it was like nobody ever really had a shot. Even McGregor never never really had a chance, as much as that pains me to say. But, okay, um, uh, probably our, out of me and Nick, our best week in college football by by far. I mean, I feel like that's not too, uh, not too far-fetched, you know? I was firing on all cylinders. Yeah, only one blemish, the Tulsa and UCF under 51. <clears throat> I was on it with you as well. You talked me into it. Um, not really. You just mentioned it, and I took it. Um, so... The biggest upset for me, I would say, has got to be Illinois plus 20. Um, started the week off really bad. Um, Wisconsin's defense is the real deal. I thought that Illinois was going to be able to do a little bit more on offense. They were not. On defense, they lost their starting linebacker, uh, arguably the best player on their defense outside of uh, uh, outside of Nate Hobbs at uh, corner. And, I mean, it went downhill from there. Uh, the only offense that they uh, – honestly, they weren't able to put together any offense. The only points they scored was off of a scoop and score touchdown. Uh, Wisconsin looked like the real deal. Graham Mertz did not have freshman growing pains whatsoever. So uh, that was – started out 0-2, rough start, and then we just rallied off some wins. We had Tulane plus 20. Did y'all watch this game? Wait, yeah. Justin, you were on this game. Yeah, I watched it at work. Fucking incredible. There's nothing better than seeing the team inside the five-yard line in the victory formation. They knelt inside the five-yard line. UCF. UCF used to be my bread and butter. Um, yeah, that happened to me a few <clears> weeks <throat> ago in a teaser. Uh, I had the Texans 10.5-point underdogs, yep. and the Steelers were at the three-yard line and yep. decided to kneel it oh, out I do for the rest that. of the game. We're lucky we weren't playing against Penn State. 
Oh, yeah. Penn State would have ran it in. Penn State would run it in. James Franklin loves to cover. Um, I had Bama, minus 21. I mean, who did they play? Tennessee? Guarantano, like I said, not good. Overrated. Bama. Lost Jalen Waddle for the year, though, so that sucks. But uh, Cincinnati plus two and a half. That was another Nick pick. That was your big easy bet of the week. Yeah. Um, you were pretty frustrated with this game. <laughs> well, I felt like it should have been a blowout from the start. Yeah. And it wasn't because I think the officials kept SMU in this game for far longer than they should have been. Yeah, well, we got Ritter pulling a Donovan McNabb and throwing up at the biggest biggest part of the game. <laughs> yeah. He's out there puking on the field. Um, but, yeah, nevertheless, they they end up winning outright, covered the plus two and a half, obviously. Uh, we were both on them. They were Nick's lock. Yeah, they week. really smashed them. They did. They outplayed them. Um, Coastal Carolina minus six and a half. Obviously, we kind of hit panic mode a little bit when Grayson McCall was a late scratch. Um, that minus six and a half dropped to, I think they were minus one, so basically a pick them. I um, think they ended up even being underdogs at, at the all the way end. to the end. Yeah, because, okay. I mean, it broke kind of late. <clears throat> yeah, no, Like it did. an hour before kickoff, maybe. Yeah. And – the yeah. spread just kept going. Yeah, I mean, we were already locked in on our bets there, so uh, we weren't too thrilled. But, I mean, that that Chanticleer defense is the real deal. So uh, they cover the six and a half easily. Um, I was on BYU, minus 30. I mean, BYU is just, I mean, they're a force to be reckoned with. They cover the 30 against Texas State. Uh, I added Ohio State um, on Saturday morning, put it out on Twitter. Minus 26, they cover that against Nebraska. Fields looked fucking incredible, dude. Fields impressed me big time. Yeah, I saw some highlights. He looked very sharp. I think he had one incompletion, and it was a fucking dime that Olave. I mean, it would have been an incredible catch. But, I mean, went up, had it in his hands, but he got got undercut, and he landed on his back, and the ball popped out. Like, he should have had a – Fields should have had a perfect game. It was – it was a – he was throwing the ball, like, beautifully. Um, The blemishes of the week – other than Tulsa, the under 51, and Illinois plus 20, I had uh, Miami minus 11.5. Miami had a chance to cover this game. They had a chance to go put it away, and they didn't. They ended up winning by five, 11.5-point spread. That was frustrating, but it is what it is. And then we had Kentucky minus 5.5. Kentucky is fucking terrible on offense. Can, their quarterback's terrible. Josh, you were on this game too. Yeah, I was watching this game, and, I mean, Kentucky just came out, and they looked like they just – like they were playing off high off of Tennessee yeah. and like they came in just not like mentally there it looked like like no, they were just looking all. over this game um in Missouri I mean shout out to Missouri like they they played their butts off against them and they looked like the clear better team that game no they did 100% uh, I was I was definitely disappointed I I I can't I looked at the quarterback stats I can't remember what it was but it was awful it was like I'm pretty sure he got benched uh Terry Wilson got isn't it yeah, Terry Wilson he, he yeah. got benched and he was on thin ice against um Against Tennessee, I believe they said like if he's doesn't if he doesn't perform that they were going to put the backup in and uh, obviously they they kicked the shit out of Tennessee so he got to keep his job for momentarily but um all right Nick you also had San Diego State minus fourteen and a half over who they play um UNLV um I mean they won pretty handily didn't they yeah thirty four to six or something like that okay and then you had uh, ULL. Plus one. You and Josh were on opposite sides of the fence here. Yeah, this was a good game. A really close game, and for the most part, uh, UAB really had a lot of success running the football mm-hmm. for the first three quarters, and it wasn't until the really the fourth quarter, and that's where UL really plays their best football that they separated themselves and mm-hmm. ended up getting a lead and winning. Yeah, and then you also had Tulsa minus 10.5. Yep, Tulsa smashed. Their defense Who'd they is, even play? Their defense is so good. Yeah. 
Their defense is really, really also good. played the University of South Florida. Yep. So, and then let's see. I also had. Oh, that's right. My last pick that I had of the week, my lock of the week. They're back on the blue turf. The Boise State Blue Broncos minus sixteen and a half. They went easily. It looked hairy there for about thirty seconds, and then, I mean, straight to the bank. And I sat here and I said, "Are y'all on that?" And y'all all looked at me. Josh hopped on late, <laughs> so I'll give job. him credit for I that. I did hop on it. Um, nobody else wanted to take it though. I said, "Are y'all nuts?" There's no easier bet in college football, and you know that. I don't know. You no, you know that. We 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 rode this train. I rode the wave all last year. Um, bam, Facetime me when they were up twenty eight nothing at halftime. And he was drunk off his ass, and he was saying, I mean, he was saying a lot of dumb shit, but he said he hammered Boise probably for like 15 bucks. But <laughs> but he said that he was, I mean, I was right there with him, though. I mean. Yeah, I hate when people. Holani ran all over him. Like, when, once a game starts, dude, don't talk, don't don't talk, t- don't talk to me about the game. <laughs> I text you about every game. Yeah, but that's different because. <laughs> But, like, if someone, like, starts celebrating no, yeah. a win before it happens, oh, don't do fam- that to Bam's me. Bam's famous for that. I think one of my biggest pet peeves is, like, when Arkansas is up a lot and someone texts me, hey, Arkansas looks really good. Yeah. I said, I said, stop. <laughs> Something's, it, it always goes downhill from there. Pick. My biggest thing is uh, the reverse jinx. We can be up 30. And I said, we're fucked. Yep. And it, it, it works <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, but, okay, so none of y'all were on Boise State. I said I would sit here, and I said I told y'all so. That's what I said. And here we are. Speak it into existence. Um, so I went 7-4. and four. Nick went 5-1. and one. So collectively, I think we ended up going like 10-4, and four, something like that. Um, yeah, maybe for the first time this year, we both hit our big easy bets. Yes, 100%. So overall, that brings me to 24-31, and 31, which might not sound that good, but it sounds a lot better than where we were last week. And then Nick, that brings him to 18, 15, and 1, now positive. You weren't positive last week, right? Well, yeah, obviously not. No, I um, was only positive after week one, I think. Yeah, so we've been scratching and clawing, but I told you all we were coming back. So uh, we both had our locks of the week, like Nick said. That puts me at 2 and 6. That puts Nick at 3 and 5. Collectively, our record is 30, 32, and 1. And for our locks of the week, we are 5 and 10. Justin, what did you go overall last week? Uh, five and two for college. How'd you feel about it? Felt good. Um, I think Penn State should have won. Eh, yeah, Indiana played a really good game. They did. Really good game. K- kind of a questionable call there at the end. To uh, yeah, a lot of people were like a lot of sharp betters were on Indiana. Yeah, they were. Bear was the bear was on them. Yep. Uh, Josh, you went two and four. Yep, I went two and four. Um, Y'all very well could have went three and three. <laughs> yeah. So. so you and Justin were on opposite sides of the fence of the Auburn and who were they playing? Ole Miss. Ole Miss game. Uh, what happened? Because I didn't watch it, but I know I saw that it was controversial. So Ole Miss goes up. They go down and score a touchdown to take, I want to say, either like a four-point lead or a five-point lead. Mm-hmm. Um, but what <laughs> happened is Ole Miss goes to kick off the ball. The Auburn like player, like, decide, he, like oh, last minute decided. Was this decided, a muff? No, it, yeah, was not a, yeah. it was not a muff. Oh, it was yeah, a kickoff. Okay. So what happened is he's about to go. You know, receive it, yeah, yeah. and he decides to back off the last minute. Yeah. But he still had his hand down. The football hits his—I think it was his right index finger—and uh-huh. went into the end zone. Well, it never went out of bounds, so yeah. an old Miss player jumped on it and recovered it, and they were trying to say touchdown. Yeah. Well, you know, the refs call it dead, um, and they never went to review it. Um, even like the announcers are saying they need to review this yeah. play, 
And then they showed a replay of the screen, and you can clearly see the football hitting mm-hmm. his finger. Yeah, his <laughs> finger bends completely Bit, back. Completely back. And then, like, I, I forgot who. I think it was uh, – I, I can't remember who the SEC announcers were. Yeah. But they came out and said that, like, the review, bu- review booth came out and said that, like, it never touched him. Yeah, that's wild. And so that's SEC, what that's yeah. what uh, Lane Kiffin was so pissed about. Yes. Yeah. And then, like, Lane – I think they came out later that night and said they made the wrong call. Yeah, of course they did. They still fined Lane. Yeah, they fined him $25,000. Yeah. yeah. Ole Miss should have won that game. That's all right, Absolutely. though. The, 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 the – the the fan base, the booster club for Ole Miss will pay that fine for him because they're oh, going to yeah. appreciate him going to battle for the team. I mean, but that's that's no, two, yeah, that's ridiculous. That's twice that Auburn's been saved by SEC officials. Yeah, so. obviously the Arkansas game. That's what we were talking about last week. Um, but <sighs> is what it is. It's good for you, Justin. Um, all right, so let's get into these picks. I'm I'll, all I'm saying is if I have another good week, I mean, I'm approaching. I'm getting hot. I mean, you went five and one. So, another another quality week. I mean, you got You got to start thinking. You got to start thinking. We're getting hot. That's all I'm saying. So, all right, I'll start it off. Um, I think it's an eleven o'clock game. I, I couldn't even tell you to be quite honest. Uh, Georgia at Kentucky. Obviously, we just saw Kentucky. They fucking suck. Um, I I legitimately think that Kentucky might not score a single point in this game. So, uh, I think I got it at fourteen. I don't know what it's at now. It's at 14 and a half right now. 14 and a half. Um, yeah, I locked, I think I locked it in at 14. Let me double check. If not, I mean, I'll take, I'll take the 14 and a half, have the 14 and a half as well. Um, no, I didn't. So yeah, I'll take the 14 and a half with, with Georgia over Kentucky. I really don't think Kentucky will score a point. I'm going to be completely honest. So, and that defense is not good. And that defense is good, but I don't think it's good enough to hold down Georgia. Georgia coming off of that loss against Bama. Uh, they had a week off. Was it a COVID-related week off, or was it just a scheduled bye week? It was a scheduled, they, yeah. yeah, just scheduled bye week. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm on the Bulldogs. I don't know if anybody else is. I'm also on the Bulldogs. Okay. What about you, Nick? No, I'm not. No? Justin? I think it's sure. a good bet, though. Yeah. You say that about every pick that I pick that you're not on. I, I do. I really do. I, I was considering it, but... I feel like this can be a popular pick. Yeah, I do. And I just feel like... Yeah, I'd like to just see Georgia, how they respond after, you know, really like getting see, dominated. The way in I that look at it, half. the way I look at it is their defense kind of just got slapped in the mouth. Like their defense just kind of got told, okay, you're not as good as you think you are. Bama just lit them up. So, um, they see a struggling Kentucky team. They gotta be. Th- there's gonna be. Uh, let's put it this way. I think there's gonna be a defensive touchdown scored in this game, and mm-hmm. that that could be. I could definitely see a pick six or yeah. a fumble yeah. recovery for a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, that defense is good. It's just not as good as I thought. But against the likes of Kentucky, I mean, they really – they might not score a point. So I'm going to take the Bulldogs with the points, minus 14 and a half. Um, yeah. All right, give me – what's your what's your first pick of the week, Nick? Um, UCF minus three going on the road to play the Houston Cougars. Okay, Dana Holgerson. Uh, Houston – his quarterback Clayton Toon has played well, and I think that he has enough talent around him for the Houston offense to be effective in this game. And then I think that their that their defense is also playing very well. Um, I was really impressed how they were able to stop uh, Tulane BYU oh, right, right. for for most of that game, uh, despite a couple big plays in the first quarter, and then BYU got the offense rolling in the. Late in the fourth quarter, but um, to me, 
this game being in Houston is big. Um, and I do think that Houston is better than people are thinking they are. And I'm taking Houston plus three at home. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm on UCF. I am also on UCF. I'm also on UCF. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> Nick likes that. The way I'm looking at it is um, they're one and four against the spread, dude. They're a better team than that. They are. They, eventually, they're going to cover a fucking football game. Um, Dylan Gabriel is ridiculous. That that defense is good, but it's not that it's not good enough to stop Dylan Gabriel. Tulane's got a pretty decent defense. Like they're not a bad defense. And Gabriel, I mean, dude, I I, I don't remember what he had exactly. I, I mean, they're a decent defense. They're not. I don't think there's any. Certainly, really Houston is better than them. Then on defense, I'm a hundred percent sure of this. Better than Tulane? Yeah. Yeah, no, like, I'm not saying day that. Day and not. night better. Yeah, yeah. I think this will be a good game, though. I think oh, this it's going to be a, a high-scoring game. game. Absolutely. The over-under so, yeah. is at 83, I think, now. Dylan Gabriel was, um, what? That's a lot. Yeah. Dylan Gabriel was uh, 26 of 40, 422 yards, five touchdowns, no picks. So, um, the big thing, too, was McCray kind of got it going on the ground, too. They didn't just rely on Otis Anderson. McCray had uh, – which, I mean, I guess I'd, I'd rephrase that. They don't rely on Otis Anderson. But uh, McCray had 25 carries, 162 yards, and a touchdown. So The big thing here is UCF's defense is uh, not good. Where? No, I know? know. But I feel like I feel like they're better than what they've been playing. I don't know, man. I mean. I don't trust Houston. Even though their quarterback did impress me. Um, was it against BYU? Yes. Yeah. And against Tulane. Yeah. That's their only two games, but. Yeah, I just think that um, Houston has the advantage here. Yeah, I'm going to roll with I had it written down. I'm going to roll with it. So um, I'm going to take the, the Golden Knights. Sounds like everybody is other than you. So um, all right, let's see. So I'm going to take it just because I locked it in uh, premature, but I'm going with Coastal Carolina Chanticleers again. This team covers the spread like crazy, but it's looking like Grayson McCall is going to be out again. Uh, they have the number one uh, offense efficiency wise in the country when he plays. But so they're five and zero, four and one against the spread. Going up against a Georgia State team, two and two, three and one against the spread. We saw Georgia State firsthand. Their DBs are fucking terrible. Worst DBs in the country. Um, they give up almost four hundred passing yards a game, but they only give up ninety seven yards on the ground. So uh, the Chanticleers can run the ball, not bad though. But obviously Georgia State can run it a little bit better. Um, I mean, they can put up some yards on offense. They've got a pretty dynamic offense, averaging 466 yards a game. But I just feel like the Chanticleers' defense is going to uh, prevail. So if I didn't already lock it in, I wouldn't give it out. And honestly, I didn't have to give it out, but I already locked it in. So I'll take it. Um, But I wouldn't advise taking it with McCall being out. If McCall was playing, I would hammer the shit out of it. But all right, any of y'all on it? You staying away? I'm on it. Are you? Yep. You're on the Chanticleers? Yep. Okay. Nick, you're not? No. Okay. I wouldn't. I would consider betting Georgia State in that situation. Yeah. I mean, well, and the reason is, is because, yeah, their weakness is in their secondary, but uh, when you allow under 100 yards rushing in college football, that's huge. Can we get a, can we get a futures bet on the Chanticleers to win the national championship? Because <laughs> they might be the team of destiny, now that I really think about it. Um. No, yeah, I, McCall being out is huge. It really is. That. I just, I just wonder if those big plays are going to be there for him, and they certainly can be there for him because of the weakness in Georgia State secondary. But 
was it it was Georgia State who gave up a third and thirty seven for a touchdown. No, that was um was that Tulane? Wait, who that was Memphis, huh? That was SMU. SMU, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Against Tulane. But Yeah. No there's, there's been a lot of games. You look at but then they're they're allowing over three hundred fifty passing yards, so I mean, to me, Fred Payton isn't good enough to take advantage of the secondary, but uh if the big if he's able to convert on some big plays like he did a week ago, then the Chanticleers are gonna have to do have more big plays, I feel like. Yeah. Because Georgia State's offense is capable of moving on ball and scoring points. They score forty two points a game. Mm-hmm. So Okay. All right, Josh, give me a pick. Okay, I got uh Memphis is gonna be at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is minus six and a half point favorites. Um Cincinnati's coming out off a blowout win against SMU, which is probably their their best game they played all year. Yep, that was next um, lock of the week. I said I think this will be another good test for their defense as Memphis is another high scoring offense, and I think SMU has the better offense of the two. Um, with this being at home, I like Cincinnati to keep it rolling and cover the minus six and a half. And they're playing Memphis. Yes. Okay. Um, Nick, are you on this game? You like Cincinnati? No, I'm not on it. No. What about you, Justin? No. I looked. At, I looked at it, but I didn't take it. But um, if I was going to be on a side, I would be on Cincinnati. So, uh, can we check on Ritter though? Is he sick, or did he just have the jitters? I don't know what was wrong with him, but he's fine. <laughs> um, not a good sign. Not a good sign when you're starting quarterbacks throwing up under center and then going to uh, going to the medical tent. But um, <clears throat> all right. Next one I got Ohio State at Penn State. Um, like I said, Ohio State, Justin Fields in particular, like I knew he was good. Don't get me wrong. I knew I knew what you're getting with him, but he really impressed me with his accuracy. Like every ball was perfect. I think he had one throw, maybe, that wasn't spectacular. Uh, but his deep ball was gorgeous. Uh he can extend the play. He looks he looks bigger. He he just looks bigger. Um so I'm going to take the Buckeyes here, minus 12.5. Penn State coming off of a brutal loss against Indiana. Um, I feel like some people might shy away from the points here, but I think you got to take the points. You can't be scared of it. you just got to roll with it. The Buckeyes are the real deal. Their defense, I, I want to see a better performance out of their defense. Um, Nebraska was able to move the ball on them a little bit. They had a couple big plays, but I think they're going to shore up that defense, and uh, I don't think this game's going to be very close. And So I'm going to take the Buckeyes, minus 12.5. Anybody else? I was scared of the points. I was looking at this game, um, and I it is very tempting, but like Ohio State, Penn State always have these crazy games where it always comes down to the last play. So that's what kind of scared me. Yeah. And See, I just I don't know. James Franklin <laughs> loves playing Ohio State. No, that he, dude tweeted Ohio <laughs> State about thirty times yesterday. I want to say. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. I also didn't watch the last Ohio State game, so I didn't see how good. They played, yeah. But oh, I watched did, the whole thing. So. They fucking they looked good. The defense didn't look as good as I would like, but they got they made critical stops when they needed to. Um, I watched a little bit of the Penn State game, but I did not watch all of it. But I mean, Clifford threw two picks. Indiana's got a good defense, though. Yeah, Clifford. Um, Clifford was also their leading rusher. The, the key here is it's weird because you look at you look at the yards for. Um, Penn State, and then the yards for Indiana. Penn State have 488 y- yards on offense, and Indiana only had 211 yards. Mm-hmm. So it was really penalties that hurt 
and turnovers. Penn State and turnovers. Yeah. Uh, they had 10 penalties for 100 yards. Yep. Um, I mean, you look at the yardage here, they had a very balanced attack, 238 yards through the air and 250 on the ground. Then their defense only allowed 41 rushing yards. So, I don't know. This game, to me, like Justin said, it's a rivalry game, so the points do scare me a little bit. But I do think that Ohio State is certainly capable of covering only 12.5. Like, it's not that many points. This is kind of like that game last year. Remember when they played Wisconsin? And we both were on Wisconsin, and we felt we felt good about Wisconsin. Well, like, Wisconsin can cover this game. They got the dog shit kicked out of them because Ohio State's just better. Yeah, Wisconsin's defense had numbers similar to yeah. what I just mentioned about Penn State. Like Wisconsin had, had Jonathan Taylor running the ball, and then Cohn was doing well through yeah. the air. So they were a balanced attack, and they had a good defense. And Ohio State kicked the dog shit out of them. Yeah, I think the the difference here will be how much Justin Fields has matured into uh, and that's why I'm a really it. elite passer. That's why I'm taking it because honestly, from what I saw last week, if he, I mean, if he plays like that, dude, he's going to win the Heisman Trophy over Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence has looked really good. Don't get me wrong, but Justin Fields, dude, every ball was on the money. Every ball, he extended the play. He made the right reads. He scrambled, picked up first downs when he had to. I mean, he played literally almost the perfect game. So. Um, I feel like, like I said, don't be afraid of the points. They're coming off of a 52-17 win. Justin Fields wanted to play more than anybody else in the Big Ten, other than maybe than who they played, Nebraska. Nebraska was like, uh, allegedly, they were the uh, the only team to vote in favor of playing. But Justin Fields was the one who put together that petition. Like, he put that whole whatever viral picture oh, that was going around. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields was the guy who wanted to come back and play. He could have he wrote it out. He was going to go to the NFL no matter what. But he comes back, and in his first game back, he goes 20-21, 276 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. And then he led the team in rushing as well, 15 carries, 54 yards, and a touchdown. So the dude's the real deal, and I think they're coming out with something to prove. Uh, they, obviously, we know what happened last year in the uh, in the college football playoff against Clemson. Miscommunication with Olave throws the pick. We were at the casino watching it. Um, so brutal loss, came back with something to prove. I think they're going to be on a mission this year, and I really like Ohio State. He looked good, dude. He looked really, really good. So I'm taking him with the points. Um, all right, Justin, give me a pick. Um, well, I don't know if you have this one, but I'm sure you do. Boise State oh, just, minus no, 14. Justin, you, no, 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 no. Give Force. me a different pick. Give me a different pick. Give me a different pick. Are you nuts? Are you nuts? <laughs> I'm on it. I'm a blue Bronco now. No, you're not a blue Bronco. <laughs> you don't get to come in and say, "Oh, I'm a blue Bronco now," and give out. I give out. I give out uh, Boise State. Okay, you're right. Nobody else gives out Boise State before I give out Boise State. You can go to your next pick. Honestly, next pick that that was the most disrespectful thing that I've ever experienced on this podcast. <laughs> North Carolina minus six and a half over Virginia. Okay, you got a reason why? No, I'm sticking to my um, okay. lack of reasoning. I mean, I guess you've been getting your picks picks right. Um, Twenty and eight. The backup quarterback from Michigan coached a hell of a game for uh, Minnesota, even though they got blown out. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm on North Carolina as well. Yeah, I am too. Are you? Do you got reasons why? Yeah, I mean, North Carolina's coming off a blowout win against NC State. I know NC State had their backup quarterback in. Yep. But, uh, I mean, Virginia just suffered a heartbreaker against Miami. Yep. Uh, they put up, they put a lot into that game, so I see it, you know, NC just uh, keeping yeah. the train rolling. That was a tough, tough battle with Miami in the rain. Fucking scrappy backyard football. So yeah, no, I think it's it's a, it's a letdown spot for them. 
even though, I mean, they, they are going to be up to play a ranked team in North Carolina, but North Carolina's got more to prove after what they just did. And I also think North Carolina's offense is way yeah. better than Miami, so. Yeah. No, I agree. I think, um, who's it, Sam Howell as mm-hmm. a quarterback? Yeah. yeah. He's been, he, he was kind of lackluster to start, but I think he's starting to get it clicking. They got real, they got some talented playmakers around him. Mm-hmm. I'm not you, so sure about him, but receivers, yeah. receiver-wise, no, they got some real players. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I like North Carolina here. You're getting six. I got it at six and a half. That's what you got mm-hmm. it? Yeah. I mean, under a touchdown, I'll take it. Um, I mean, the quarterback for fucking Virginia's got seven pick, uh, seven touchdowns, six picks. So, um, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up offensively. Are you on this, Nick? No. No? Okay, give me give me your next one then. Um, Northwestern at Iowa. Iowa's two and a half point favorites. In their first game last week, Northwestern held Maryland only. 64 yards rushing. A good rush defense will be important going against Iowa, who loves to run the football. Northwestern offense was good on third down, converting 50%, went 8 of 16. I think the difference in this one will be on the ground. Uh, Northwestern's ability to run the football, they ran it for over 300 yards last week, and they held their opponent to under 100 yards. So, I mean, that combined with their efficiency on third down, um, I really don't know why Northwestern isn't the favorite in this one. Um, I look for Northwestern to win this game outright, but I'm taking them Northwestern plus two and a half. Okay. I'm also on this game as well. Are you? Yeah, I'm on Northwestern. Okay. Western. I like it. So. I think the only way possible that they're not favorite is because it's at Iowa. That's the only way I could think. Yeah, and it's early in the year, and you know Iowa slipped up in their first game and lost to Purdue. Yeah. Purdue, so shout out Drew Brees. Um, I think we get a little bit of an advantage here that it's still early in the year, and I think Northwestern is certainly the better team. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna make <clears throat> this one my big easy bet, actually. Okay. Um, let's talk about this LSU Auburn game. So I'm on the fence. LSU is sitting at a three point favorite. Uh, it's on the road uh, at Auburn. Uh, before you pick. Tell your side. Who else is on this game? Anybody? I'm also on this game. I am, but I'm I'm taking the over. You're on it as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to take the Tigers. Uh, T.J. Finley looked good. Which Tigers? Yeah. Oh right. right. Well, that's the War Eagles. Um. Uh, yeah. LSU, obviously. So, uh, you think I'm betting on Bo Nix? It's either LSU or stay away. Um. Yeah. T.J. Finley looked good, but I'm not really understanding the obsession with T.J. Finley now. So. Do you feel like if Brennan was healthy that he that Finley should play um, over Brennan? Because that, that's the be, popular that's the popular um, uh, rumor, not rumor, but opinion going around social. I media. don't get that take. I don't. I mean, I trust it. the coaching staff to do. No, I do too. But you look at what ha- like Finley. I feel like he gave not only the offense a little bit of a spark, but the entire team. And one thing I will tell you about Finley is. Uh, Decision making appears to be quicker than the way Miles Brennan plays the position. So Miles Brennan, I don't know. So, so I didn't. I to didn't, me, it's a little bit about mentality because I wasn't thinking that Finley was going to have. Well, I told the you success. of the two of him or Johnson. I I said I, I thought Finley would get the start. Yeah, Max Johnson better. was higher higher recruit. Yeah, but but Finley's got better arm talent. Yeah, but there was like a lot of. To be six five, six six, two fifty, and only be a three star. Yeah, it's like I don't know. There was a lot of people that I I know that watched him play f- 
including former football coaches, and then yeah, uh, no, yeah, I mean, right down the road there at Ponchatoula High School. Yeah, so, so that was the same division. Yeah. I mean, the same is it division district district that we all played in yep. at, in high school. So, um, I think that he dramatically improved at when once he got no to, he with college yeah, coaches yeah. and that he was able to hone in on well, some a guy things. like that it's nothing but raw talent right so, i mean you can look at his high school stats he didn't light it up he wasn't like mr louisiana or anything like that at least as far as i know um but yeah it, that's the raw talent the measurables that the coaches want to get their hands on and he i mean i didn't watch this game as closely as i would have liked to i literally had like seven games going at once um so it was kind of overload you kept texting me did you see that and i'm like no <laughs> I saw I saw so many different things. I don't even know what I'm seeing. Um, but I, I watched him. He had a beautiful back shoulder throw or back corner of the end zone throw that, I mean, looked good. It was a little dime right in the bucket. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I can't take Bo Nix. I think the defense is going to step up and play better. They played good against uh, South Carolina, who ran all the fuck over. Um, it may have been Auburn. I think they ran all over no, it was, Auburn. It was Auburn. Yeah, they ran all over Auburn. Um, I mean, what did we hold Carolina to? 24, I think. Yeah, and the touchdowns came off of big plays. Yeah. So, I mean, what you see here is just a little bit of inexperience and then lack of speed, really, at linebacker, to me, is what's causing our defense to give up big plays. Mm -hmm. And then the defensive line has to do a better job, too. Well, we did a good job of playing complimentary football for Finley, too, though. We got it going on the ground for really yeah. the, really the first time all And they year. leaned on... Um, we ran it 54 times to I Carolina's got a, 29. I got a blank. Uh, John Emery. Yeah. That's who need, that's who needs that's to be who the guy. That's who needs to be the, our leading ru yes. running back is yes. John Emery. And, and they leaned on him from the beginning and then mixed in the other guys. But no, I think that that was a big deal. So we gave up a lot of yards to Carolina, but we held them three of 10 on third down. Yeah. 30% on third down conversions. We were eight of 10. Uh, so obviously very good. Uh, got to clean up penalties. Uh, we did, he, Finley did throw a pick, but we got a pick of our own. Who who intercepted it for us? Um, it was Elias Ricks for a pick. That's six. right. That's right, dude. I told I told everybody that fucking Ricks was going to be good. I remember I told my dad I was like, dude, because they got burnt in that first week, and he was like, all oh, the DBs suck. I said, I guarantee you Ricks is going to be good. He got a pick that game. Got a pick uh, against Vanderbilt, I think, and then he or it may have been Mizzou, and then a pick six last week. Elias Ricks is going to be a stud once he really like gets the confidence and like. I mean, he's a true freshman. So once he gets his, uh, like, feet under him, which, I mean, it, clearly it seems like he already has, but him opposite Stingley, and then I, I like Flott. Um, I think the defense is going to be okay. The linebackers have to play better. I watch the linebackers. Just nobody nobody get, nobody get uh, secures their gap, like, or secures They're the not edge. fast either. Yeah. So they, they have a hard time yeah. getting out to the edge. And, I mean, it's really the defensive ends – are slow too, which is another big problem because yeah. it's their job to set the edge as well. So the defensive end wants to turn the running back into the linebacker who yeah. fills that gap. Yeah. So, I mean, you saw a big touchdown happen at LSU when, when the defensive end failed to seal the edge yep. and the linebackers were not fast enough to make up for it. it like it last was, year we – It was Clark. It was yeah. Clark. It was. And then, the, yeah, last year we had speed at linebacker with mm -hmm. Jacob Phillips and – Patrick Queen and we've been and Marcel Brooks fortunate to have speed there for a long time. I wish we still had Marcel Brooks, but this we have more traditional linebackers of football, like big framed, yeah, not as fast of guys, and uh, 
it's kind of hurting us when like teams four, like get four, the ball. Three, like 4-3 uh, style. Yeah. yeah. But then we only run like we hardly ever have. We don't ever have three linebackers in a game. No, I know. A lot of times, sometimes we have one linebacker in a game. All right. Well, is anybody taking Auburn? No, I'm taking LSU. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, LSU, if they can stop Auburn's run game, it's, I mean, it's, it's yeah. a wrap. Yeah. So. The key here is Auburn's secondary is very questionable. You mean, and yeah. There's nothing like, there's nothing, not being able to stop the run is one thing, but when you have an offense that can trade and, and score, that's different. But like, when you're getting gashed through the air and like you can't get off the field on third down, that's huge. And I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, we've this got week. we've got. There's been some coverage issues, but we have talent in our secondary. We ha- we know what we got in Stingley. Elias Ricks has been showing out. Um, I, Bo Nix is gonna fuck up. It, it's gonna happen. There's gonna be a Bo Nix throw, and um, it could potentially be what dictates the cover, but. I don't know. The key I, here is Auburn's offense is not good. Hasn't been good against hardly any. But how many points did they score against Ole Miss? I mean, thirty-five. That's not. That's the not that they many. Had at the last minute, was literally a probably the worst defensive play I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So I, I'm on the Tigers. I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna take them minus three. You're on them as well. Nick? Yeah. Josh yep. minus three and Go Justin. Tigers. Justin, you're on the over. Over at sixty-five. Yep. Okay. Um. What makes you love the over there? Same thing, just going with you got got nothing for the listeners? Every LSU game, I mean, it's just high scoring. No, yeah, I mean, the defense isn't great. It's 65? Mm-hmm. That does seem. No, I mean, that's pretty high. Yeah. That is higher than usual, but I'm going with it. Yeah. All right. Um, Let's see. All right, let's talk about this Florida and Missouri game. Is anybody on that? I wanted to take Florida so bad, but after seeing Missouri last week, it's like, I don't know. I don't know if it was just Kentucky is just not that good or Missouri's better than what most people expected them to be. See, the thing with Kentucky is their quarterback fucking sucks. So I can tell you a quarterback that does not suck, and that's Kyle Trask. And I can tell you a tight end that's even better than that, and that's Kyle Pitts. So um, Florida's that team that I, I I was big on Florida. Obviously, they got they got stricken with uh, covid because Dan Mullen wanted to have a full stadium, and then the uh, the uh, Corona God said, uh, "Here, your entire team's going to get sick now." So, I don't know. Are you on this game, Nick? No, no, you don't like it. I want to take it so bad, I really do. I'm I just worried. I, I didn't circle it. I have question marks by it. So, like, um, I don't know. You wonder how Florida's going to bounce back because yeah. you know they haven't played in two weeks, right? Yep. And their last game was a loss. So. Like, you're saying how Missouri looked good. Did they impress you? They only put up 20 points. I mean, their offense looked pretty good. I know, but, the, but they still only put up 20. But I also think that's more of a Kentucky's defense is pretty good, and Florida's defense is, is not, not that yeah, good. Yeah, no, it's but not. But I think the key here is I think Florida has the talent to turn turn that defense around. No, yeah, they've got they've – got, So um, you wonder what they were able to do with the two weeks off. You know, what, were they able to address some things that – they were out of position on or something a lot because they allowed a lot of big plays, especially uh, like for passage twenty yards or more downfield. Yeah. So you wonder if they were able to address that. They probably did. Uh, will it? What are they going to be successful and you know stopping Missouri from throwing a ball downfield? They were able. Missouri was able to throw it against LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, the key here will be 
you know, on third down, I think, like yeah, a yeah. lot of games because it's Florida. Missouri held LSU to 0 for 10 on third down. Mm-hmm. So uh, They just held Kentucky to 2 of 9. If, if Florida can convert on third down, then they'll probably cover the spread. Yeah, I think so. Um, Missouri was 10 of 20 on third down, and there were 4 of 5 on fourth down. So uh, pretty good. And they didn't turn the ball over. So I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take them. I'm going to take the Gators. Dude, I was big on Kyle Pitts. I said it coming into this year, and he's fucking a stud. He's so good. Like, Kyle Pitts alone makes me want to take Florida. Like, Yeah, and I think, you know, you got Florida who, you know, they took a loss to a good A&M team, but uh, after seeing what happened to Georgia to from at, when they played Alabama, mm-hmm. you know, Florida's got to say we're still alive in the East for sure. Yeah, 100%. Like, that defense can be scored on, and our offense is certainly good enough to do it. Yeah. So – Florida has a lot to play for. Yeah. Because no, they can still control their own destiny because there's no undefeated teams in the East. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Gators minus 13. Um, Josh, you got another one? I sure do. Um, this is going to be a 6.30 game. Um, you know, I always tell myself, don't bet on my teams. But every single year when Arkansas plays Texas A&M, people say – I think Texas A&M is going to blow them out. I said, not so fast. <laughs> Arkansas is a 11-and-a-half-point underdog. Chill out, Lee Corso. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, this game has been decided by seven points or less the last three years. And, I mean, and the coaching staff and team that we've had the last three years has been pretty terrible. Um, I think we have a better coaching staff. Um I just I love Arkansas here. Um, we're playing. We are playing at Texas A&M. That's that's what kind of worries me. Kyle I mean, Field. Yep. But I mean, I think Arkansas's got the better staff of the two. Um, what I is even, what is the spread? It's eleven and a half right now. And I think Arkansas has something to prove off coming off that winning against Ole Miss. I like Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Texas A&M's won eight in a row, but mm-hmm. all streaks are meant to be broken. I think Arkansas wins this game, but you're, I'm you're I'm money st- line sprinkling. No, I'm staying with the I'm staying with the point coverage. Okay, but well, yeah, all our picks are against the spread, but you can advise some uh, some sprinklage on the money line if you want. I mean, Arkansas has gotten close so many times these last three years. I mean, last year we should have won. Yeah, just interception in the game. I just this game is this is a good rivalry game. I just I like I just I think this game's gonna be decided by seven points or less again. Is it your big easy bet? It is my big easy bet. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Um, Nick, what do you think about this? Because you were huge on Arkansas this year, but you love Texas A&M. Yeah, I'm one A&M. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's like the Grim Reaper for you, Josh. <laughs> I just want to add a fact that uh, Jimbo Fisher is 0-2, coming off bye weeks in the SEC so far. I like that stat. Not a yeah, huge I mean, sample size, but you're looking at plus 350 Arkansas on the money line for anybody that wants to sprinkle that. Um, but, yeah, Nick loves A&M. I think the key here is going to be – A&M's rush defense. And if they put too much pressure on Felipe Franks, especially on third down, if it's if they get behind the chains at all, you know, third and long, I just don't see Felipe Franks able to convert a lot of third and longs in this one. And then A&M, on the other hand, has a really balanced offense. Uh, and I, I think Kellen Mond's underrated. Underrated? Yeah. That's not what I saw when I went and talked to him in person. I saw three interceptions. Um, I mean, they only beat 
Mississippi State by 14 last week. I mean, a god-awful Mississippi State team. Or The no, interesting thing ago, is sorry, both these week, teams are coming ago. off buys. Yeah, two weeks ago. My bad. But then they beat Florida. Yeah, so you're on the Aggies. Josh is on the Razorbacks. Um, I think the key here is that it's like... So, okay. If it was over 14... Right or now it's like, at minus 12 and a half, so it's went up a whole point. Okay, then yeah, no, you get it at what it's at. Um, so, unless you've already placed it. but um, I see it at 12. It what are you looking at? I'm looking at the consensus pick, huh? You might be. Yeah, it might be at 12. Yeah, I have it at 12. It's at 12 right now. Well, yeah, you, it's at 12. Okay, well, you still get an extra half point out of it. Um, so, yeah, when when two weeks ago when they played Mississippi State, Kellen Mond went 13 and 2339 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. What's overrated about that? I mean, underrated about that. I mean, y'all. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You have to look at the, the way he plays the game. So Mississippi State benched Costello. Is that permanent? I don't I have know. If no it's idea. They got major issues. Yeah. Did you see where uh what Kylan Hill, I think. Yeah, he's he, out. He did. Yeah, he said, um, yep. you're not suspending me, I'm quitting the team. Yeah, don't yeah. blame him. They suck. Um Yeah, I mean, they didn't they don't use him. They don't run him ever. So Yeah, why would any good running back want to go play in a Mike Leach offense? Yeah, I have no idea. He was definitely underutilized. Um I'm actually also on the Razorbacks. Are you? For this game, yeah. You got a reason why you like them? Josh kind of talked me into it. I was looking at this game, and then I didn't. But, yeah, talked me into it. Okay. All right, Justin, there you go. Break it down for everybody. I'm not sprinkling any money line. I'm just taking 12 and a half, though. It's 12. (laughs) The half point's huge. (laughs) That's a a deal breaker for me. 12 now? Yeah, it's at 12 right All now. All right, another pick that I'm taking. Give me a... I mean, what do you think is going to happen God when they aren't able it. to run the ball? Okay, Nick's offended. They all you think Franks is just going to turn into a magician? I mean, Franks, I mean when you, if you look at the Auburn game and the Mississippi State game, Franks clearly was the sole reason we came back into those games. Um, Franks threw four touchdowns against Auburn's defense. Yeah, who's our run game, absolutely atrocious I wanna, in the second I want to say <laughs> I mean, their run defense is pretty good, and they shut down our run game. But, I mean, I want to don't say let him Texas back you. A&M. Don't let him back you into a corner, Josh. Stand by your pick. I want to say Texas A&M's defense is that good. I mean, they gave up fourteen points. I mean, they scored more points. Mississippi State scored more points against them than they did Kentucky. Yeah, but that's not a good argument. Fourteen points in college can be scored in thirty in like literally then, thirty seconds. Let's see. Let me pull up Texas A&M. I don't love A and M though, so don't don't get me wrong. I just I'm just saying, don't let I mean, they don't let a, Nick bully you out of this pick. The only good offense I would say they played so far is Florida, and. Yeah, they gave up a good. Who's one they of the up. best offenses yeah. in the country? Not even close to comparable to and Arkansas. They, oh well, offense. you got to compare Alabama to. They gave up fifty-two yeah. to Alabama. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna say that our offense is good as Florida or Alabama, but I don't think it's terrible. I think with Traylon Burks being healthy, I mean Arkansas. Call really call a plus three fifty money line upset right now. Call it. Yeah, you don't have to take it on your record. Just just tell Nick that our look Nick right in the eyes and say Arkansas yeah, is going to win. Right now. <laughs> This streak's going to get broken this weekend. Uh-oh. You think oh, Arkansas my. is going to win outright? I think they will win. I'm taking points, but I'm not t- I'm not taking a money line, but I think they will win this game. Not as a fan, but, I mean, if you look at these last three years, Arkansas has played them so close and could have won every single one of those games. And I think with a better coaching <laughs> staff and a better strategy and plan and coaching plan going into this game, I think Arkansas pulls this out. All right. 
Yeah, I don't see it. I like it. They're Nick, just not Nick strong. They're not like a it. good running. They don't you run were, the ball You were well. huge on the Razorbacks coming into this year. You had them covering against Georgia. Now they can't cover against A&M. There's difference here that <laughs> at the time, no one knew who Georgia's quarterback was until they found him in midway through the game. So they would have covered against Georgia if Georgia would have kept playing that uh, dude, Dewan Mathis. Yeah, out of Wake Forest. Um, I don't right. know. I just, I just love Arkansas's defensive staffs to have a plan for Kellen Mond. Yeah, I mean, we, Kellen you Mond. Just, you love Arkansas, though. So Yeah, but I mean, our defense has played really well no, these they last have. three weeks. They so. have. I mean, I mean they're allowing 177 yards rushing a game. Yeah. I so, think we do a lot of 3 4, and we give, we give that up. Yeah. I mean, I just think that if AM's able to run the ball and get into third and manageable, uh, that's going to be a long day for Arkansas. But we shall see. Now there's going to be a lot of. Uh, I like when people pick against me, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so did I last week when y'all didn't want to roll with my. Uh, well, we boys. didn't pick. Yeah, against but you didn't you. like it. I, I laid it out on a silver platter for you, and you said, no, don't want it. I said, okay, you're lost. And it was. It wasn't your loss, but it wasn't your win. Um,. All right, I got another one. BYU minus 29 against Western Kentucky. Give me the Cougars until they don't cover. Western Kentucky sucks. They're 2-4. and four. BYU's really good. Zach Wilson. What's the spread on that one? Uh, 29. You know what the spread was last week? 29 and a half. 30. Sit literally right there. What right are you going to do when BYU plays Boise State? <laughs> I'm gonna. We'll, don't even. We'll get there. We'll get there. I got to see what the spread's looking like, but... Um, I mean, that segues I'm pretty me. sure that might be next week. I hope it is. Um, but, yeah, so I'm taking the Cougars minus 29. Um, that segues me into my Big Easy Bet of the Week. Boise State Blue Broncos minus 14 at Air Force. Um, until further notice, I mean, you got to roll with Hank Bachmeyer and the Blue Broncos. They're not on the blue turf. So uh, there's people out there dumb enough to say stay away from the blue turf and, the, and teams from Idaho specifically. There's people out there that literally said, Stay away from Boise State on the blue turf. Are you fucking psycho? Yes. <laughs> you proved it. Um, yeah. Stay away from the blue Broncos on the blue turf. Are we Are we dumb? I mean, what are we doing? Are we trying to get too cute? Does that make any sense? I'm, I'm, I, want, no, I want an I answer. I don't think it does. No, it doesn't. You're now a blue Bronco all of a sudden because you watched them fucking dog walk whoever they played last week. Utah State. Jordan loves and and uh, Green Bay. So, yeah, no, I'm going with the Blue Broncos again. Uh, Holani had a, a 100 yards rushing and a touchdown. Bachmeyer was 20-28, 268, three touchdowns. Shakir, that dude is a stud. That's who I said was returning for him. Khalil Shakir had seven receptions, 123 yards, and two touchdowns. He also provides uh, a little spark in the run game as well. They love to do the little end arounds to him. Um, I mean, they won 42-13, to 13, put up 450 yards of total offense, only allowed 200 yards. So, yeah. Blue Broncos, big easy bet, minus 14. Are you on it? No. Staying away again. You going to do it every week? I would pick Air Force. Why would you pick Air Force? Air Raid Air Force. Let's hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's hear it. I made made the mistake of picking Air Force once. I will not do that again. Yeah, let's hear it. Why are we we taking Air Force? Because you think their defense is going to shut them out? I think that their defense can keep it close, yeah. So they do give up 12 points a game. Um and then their their passing game that they're fucking slinging that I mean, ball would, all over I, the field for sixty six. It's not like I game. would bet Air Force because I'm not betting them. You just said I would bet Air like Force. Like that's if you had to pick it. You would take Air Force. Yeah. Minus or plus fourteen. Yep. Really. Yep. Really. So if if Boise can stop the run, 
Air Force is screwed. Yeah, but, I mean, it's a lot easier said than done, you know? Yeah, it is. But then you see teams like BYU shutting out uh, Navy. They run the same shit. Yeah, but Navy's not the a good version of of that offense. I'm year. just saying, don't disrespect the Blue Broncos. When they win by 28 or 35, we'll come we'll come sit right back here just like last week. They're not on the blue turf, so they won't win by 35. They'll win by 21, 24 maybe. Maybe 15, huh? Maybe 15, I'll take it. <laughs> so, I'll take it. Justin, now you're on this pick as well, huh? Yep. Okay. Don't love that. Um why are you on the Blue Broncos? Cuz I'm a Blue Bronco now. You're not a Blue Bronco. You're just you're just a guy betting on Boise State. Um, Josh, are you taking this? I'm taking Boise State minus 14. Okay, good. Everybody they against They didn't let me down last week, so I got to keep going with them. Everybody against Nick, even though you didn't take Air Force. but now Well, you, y'all are all on UCF, so that's the one I really care about because that's the one I'm actually betting I'm on. I'm just saying, now you're jumping ship off of Boise State. Boise State was literally probably made up 20% of my 60% win percentage. So... <laughs> So I, I, owe, I owe everything to Boise State and Hank Bachmeyer. Um, I think that's my last pick for college. Um, all right, you. how many more you got? Just one. What is it? San Diego State <laughs> minus seven and a half against Utah State. Look, San Diego State's defense is legit. Uh, Utah State's going to have a very hard time scoring points in this one. Um, and then San Diego State's able to run a football with their quarterback isn't the best, but uh, he certainly is capable of making enough plays in this one. So I'm taking San Diego State minus seven and a half. Okay. Justin, you got another pick? Yep. My big easy bet. Uh, Texas plus three and a half over Oklahoma State. Oh, my God. I don't like that one. I hate that one. What? Good. Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, what are your thoughts on that game? I don't know, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, to I make may that. even to consider make a that, money line. Oh, well, that's not that crazy if you think they're going to cover the three and a half. I mean, <laughs> I think that if they're what you know, this isn't that. This isn't a bad pick. They're only plus one twenty eight on the money line. Josh, I was thinking of the plus three fifty. Yeah, I, I thought I was thinking of the Arkansas one. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think that Oklahoma I don't State. think Oklahoma State's going to finish this season undefeated. No, Oklahoma State's got a pretty solid defense. I don't so. think they will either. But they I mean, do. They, but Texas, yeah. That no one's really slowed them down that much. You know? I feel like Oklahoma State hasn't played like what up to the expectations yet. Obviously, Tulsa's got a really good defense. We know that, but they only put up sixteen against Tulsa. I mean, they have. Yeah, uh, but let's be clear here: when their quarterback went out in the first quarter in that game. Yeah. Okay. So they had. They even tried two quarterbacks. The third string's actually better than the second string because yeah. the second string was totally. Incapable. Well, when does uh, who who's the damn starter? Why can I not remember his name? Sanders, something Sanders. When is he? He's not coming back. No, he's there. Okay, yeah. But when you refer to the Tulsa game, he was yeah, out yeah, for yeah. the nearly the entire game. No, I know, but they still got Chuba Hubbard. So I think I think Chuba Hubbard's one of the best running backs in the country. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It could be a shootout. What's the over under in this one? Over under is currently at fifty eight and a half. Huh. Over, I mean Texas is. If Texas wants a chance to win, they're gonna have to go over. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, But Oklahoma State's coming off a good twenty four twenty one win over number seventeen Iowa State. So Cyclones, 
Yeah. We talked about that one. Did you pick that? No, I, I was going to take Oklahoma State, but then I, I backed off. I don't remember what the spread was. I think it was either. Three and a half. Three. Was it? So they pushed. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, Josh, you got another pick? Nope, I'm done. You're done? Justin, you got another one? Nope, I'm done. Okay, Nick, you said you were done as well? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to recap mine real quick. I got Georgia minus 14 and a half versus Kentucky. Uh, Coastal Carolina, even though I wouldn't advise it, minus three at Georgia State. UCF minus three at Houston. Taking LSU minus three at Auburn. A lot of road favorites uh, now that I'm looking at it. Another road favorite in Boise State minus 14 at Air Force. Another road favorite, Ohio State minus 12 at Penn State. I think. I could I could be wrong. I might have wrote all those wrong. Uh, give me Florida minus 13 uh, versus Mizzou. Give me North Carolina minus six and a half versus Virginia. And then I'm taking the BYU Cougars minus 29 versus Western Kentucky. Uh, Nick, go ahead and recap yours real quick. I'm going with Houston plus three at home against UCF. I'm going with Northwestern plus two and a half on the road against Iowa. I'm going with LSU minus three on the road against Auburn. I'm going with Texas A&M at home against Arkansas, Texas A&M minus 12. And then I'm going with San Diego State minus seven and a half on the road against Utah State. Okay, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine picks, and seven of them are road favorites. Not a recipe for success, but we'll reconvene next week and see how uh, that works out for me. Uh, Justin, go ahead and recap yours. Um, got UCF. I don't like you popping the tops right there. Yeah, hit the mute button. I know. I'm sorry. I meant to be a little bit more quieter. All right. Um, you got. Go ahead. UCF minus two and a half over Houston. Uh, Boise State minus fourteen over Air Force. Is it two and a half or is it three? It's three, dude. I think it's three. Oh. I think it's three because I would love it to be two and a half. But yet, you might be able to find it at two and a half. But. It's at three currently. So uh, did you place it already? No. Okay. Yeah. UCF minus three. UCF minus three. North Carolina minus six and a half versus Virginia. LSU and Auburn over at six and a half. Northwestern plus two and a half versus Iowa. Coastal Carolina minus three over Georgia State. Um, Arkansas plus 12 versus Texas A&M. And Texas plus three and a half over Oklahoma State is my big easy bet. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to change my big easy bet, as crazy as that sounds. What would you change it from? Might be bad juju, but I'm going to take it from the Blue Broncos. I'm going to put on North Carolina. I like the Tar Heels. Um, Josh, go ahead and recap yours for me. So I got Memphis minus versus Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati minus six and a half. I have Georgia minus fourteen and a half at Kentucky. UCF minus three at Houston. LSU minus three at Auburn. Boise State minus thirteen and a half at Air Force. UNC minus six and a half at Virginia and Arkansas plus twelve at Texas A&M. My big easy bet of the week. I like it. Um. Okay, that'll do it for wait you yeah you wrapped up yours right yeah okay we're good on, um, that's our college picks so let's transition to the NFL not another another lackluster slate in the NFL if you ask me uh but Thursday night kick it off with the NFC South matchup Falcons did at we Panthers did we recap what NFL. NFL no we did not all right real quick Thursday Nick hit the Thursday pick Giants plus four kind of horseshit. Scrappy um, team, though. Yeah, kind of horseshit. <laughs> Scrappy um, team. I had the Eagles minus four. I had the Steelers minus two. Uh, they ended up winning, I want to say, by three against Tennessee. Yep. Uh, due to a Hauschka missed field goal. Loved it. I uh, had the Bills minus 13. They won by eight over the Jets. Uh, 
Bills might be a little overrated. Uh, Patriots loved the minus two and a half worst pick of the year in the NFL. Uh, got the shit kicked out of them by the Niners. My it was my lock of the week. Uh, it was not a lock. It was the opposite of a lock. The Niners absolutely dog walked the Patriots. Cam Newton. I mean, worst worst start in twenty years for the Patriots. Are gonna be the worst. Dude, I've never game. seen like Belichick. Yeah, and then Newton being their quarterback, like going off to the sideline. There was no communication at all, like through any of their players from the beginning of the game, and it's like, what the yeah. hell is going on? No, I know. It's like Belichick just knows that there's not enough talent there because, look, Newton didn't play well, but a lot let's of, be a honest, lot of people, a lot of people did sit out for the Patriots too. Like, yeah, a lot. on defense especially. Yeah. Uh, because of the COVID, but yeah. no, because they knew fucking Tom's gone. Yeah, but I don't know. I just think that on offense they don't have enough weapons, and if Cam Newton's not perfect, mm-hmm. which a lot of times he's not, then they, they're going to struggle. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Um, I also had Browns minus three, which turned out to be a push because fucking double doinking Cody Parkey, uh, misses the extra point, dude. I mean, what what are we doing? What are we doing? It's an extra point, Cody. I think his fucking name's Cody. I know his last name's Parky. And he fucking parked the fucking ball, not inside the uprights. So Browns minus three was a push. That was one, three, and one on the weekend for me. Um, you had a fucking solid weekend in the NFL, too. Packers, Steelers, Cardinals, all covered. Yeah, Packers smashed the Texans. Yeah, big time. You love the I Texans, expect- though. Yeah, but I expected this. I mean, the Texans secondaries has major problems and Devontae Adams went yeah you were on crazy the, you were on the Steelers minus two with me got we got a little lucky there yeah the, but uh, Ben Roethlisberger uncharacteristic through <clears throat> three interceptions after only I think throwing one in the first however many games five yeah. games that they played um and then the Cardinals a little overtime thriller yep um yeah Seahawks very um, very close to uh winning and covering the game but they did not Cardinals pull it out in OT and then your biggest bet of the week, Patriots, minus two and a half. We just covered on that. Um, so not good. But overall, I mean, you went nine and two. So collectively for college and NFL. So very good. Four and one in the NFL for Nick. One, three and one for me. Uh, overall record brings me to 13, 16 and one. Three and four for my locks of the week. Nick is sitting at a very nice 16 and 10. Four and three for his locks of the week. Collectively, we are 14 and 15. Six and five for the locks of the week. Justin, what'd you go in the NFL? Two and two. Uh, Josh, what'd you go in the NFL? Oh, and four. Jesus Christmas, Josh. My goodness. How things did not go my way? Who'd you pick? I picked uh, Eagles minus four. Yeah. Uh, all Titans. of y'all were on the Eagles. Let me remind the listeners. Every, all of them were on the Eagles last week, and I was the only one on the Giants. You were taking a shot in the dark. All of them are on UCF, and I'm the only one on Houston. Yeah, well, all of y'all said no to Boise State, and I've made it my lock of the week. So we want to play that game. Um, who else do you have, Josh? Yeah, the Titans plus two. I mean, they're a missed field goal away from going to overtime. Bad pick. Um, Raiders <laughs> plus three, probably the worst pick I could have ever done. Yeah. And then Seahawks minus three and a half. Which yeah, Seahawks were very close to taking that one. So you, you very easily could have been, uh, one and three, at least we'll say one. Yeah. And three. One and three, maybe two and two. If they uh, don't, if, if they the don't, Eagles call the don't hold. If, or if the Eagles don't fucking shit the bed in the red zone. Yeah. But the Eagles are just a terrible team. Well, Carson Wentz, what is he fucking doing? Just throwing it up. I don't know what Throw it doing. away. He sucks. No, yeah, he fucking sucks. I tweeted out. I said Carson Wentz oh, is bad Oh, and the triple coverage, football. yeah. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. In the corner of the end zone. Like, what are you doing, dude? If the Giants had Saquon, they'd probably win the damn division. Yeah, yeah, with five wins. Um, all right, so NFL this week, Thursday night, 
matchup is NFC South matchup. Uh, Falcons at Carolina. Carolina's minus two and a half point favorites. I'm going to just go ahead right now. I'm taking the Falcons. I'm taking the Falcons. The Falcons have had 95-plus percent win percentages in three games, and they've lost all three. So they very easily could be um, four and three. Could be a completely different season. Dan Quinn still has his job. Um, obviously, Panthers are still going to be without uh, McCaffrey. So, I don't know. Did Julio got hurt again, though, didn't he? Uh, I think so. I think he did. Well, yeah. Um, but either way, I'm still going to take him. The, the Falcons came in with a lot higher expectations than what they're doing right now. Uh, but their run defense isn't terrible. They give up 92 rushing yards a game. So, um, obviously, the their struggle is in the secondary. But I think they can do enough to contain uh, Mike Davis, who obviously we just saw last week after the Saints pulled out a, a nice victory over the Panthers uh, because they attempted a fucking 65-yard field goal that came up one yard short. But, yeah, no, I'm going to take the Falcons. So, obviously, we have to pick the Thursday game. I wouldn't if we didn't have to. But who do you like in this one, Nick? You like the Panthers? Going with Teddy? Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Panthers. Got any reason why? I'll never bet on the Falcons again. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't care if they were 900-point underdogs in this one. I'll take the Panthers. <laughs> Josh, who do you like? No, I'm also taking the Panthers. Okay. Panthers at home. This is – I just don't know, dude. Matt Ryan, like, wishy-washy, you know. What, which, which Matt Ryan are we going to get? Matt Ryan's a guy that – No, I keep going back to the excels, Falcons. Excels, like – But this is a spot. Drew Brees this had is, a lot of success – in the like ten yard pass range, and that's not Matt Ryan's forte, you know. Matt Ryan's a guy that really, yeah, no, I know succeeds when he's throwing at fifteen twenty yards downfield. The, the the Falcons have the weapons though, so I mean, no, I just think do. that the Panthers also have the weapons. I just, I still, especially at receiver, I think that Bridgewater is going to be able to make a, enough plays, and uh, the Panthers being at home also, to me. I want to add a fact that Christian McCaffrey could very well play. Thursday night. He's been cleared to practice this week. I saw something that he was in. He was wearing the um, – he was in a red jersey. Meaning He hasn't been ruled out yet as of today. I don't know. I don't think he plays. I'm going to be honest He's with you. He's hopeful, which is kind of like one step above doubtful. Yeah, I don't think he plays. I'm going to be honest. He's in the non-contact jersey. Uh, I mean, jersey. they really don't. If, he he's not, if he's not having – if he's in no contact all week in practice, he's not playing. Yeah, I mean, who knows? So, I don't know. Oh, Justin, who are you taking? I'm on the Falcons. Okay. I mean, it, it is a big game, divisional game. So, yeah, Panthers are still very well. You know, they're around. They're still able to compete for the playoffs if they get to winning. So, yeah, I don't definitely. Know. I mean, we saw one year with three teams from the NFC. The Falcons the playoffs. are just playing for pride at this point, basically. <laughs> yeah, barely. Um, all right. So, yeah, I'm on the Falcons. Justin's on the Falcons. And then Nick and Josh are both on the uh, Panthers. Kind of a toss-up, really. I mean, it's a kind of. I mean, we have a vested interest in the Thursday night game just because of the NFC South standings. But, um, all right, next pick I'm taking. I'm going to take the Titans, minus five and a half over the Bengals. Um, I don't – Burrow looked fucking good last week. Don't get me wrong. Looked really, really good. But Titans are coming out of a, a really tough game with the uh, Steelers, which you could look at as a potential letdown spot. But – I don't. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna cover against the Bengals. The Bengals, they're just not there. Nobody had high expectations for this team. Um, they're gonna probably be. It's it's gonna be between the Bengals and the Jets for who's picking first in this this coming draft. Um, so there's even people, the hot take guys saying the Bengals need to sit Joe Burrow and preserve him. I think that's bullshit. 
That's retarded. I think that's stupid. Um, but yeah, so I'll take the Titans. Anybody else? Yeah, I'm on this game as well. Are I you? Got, I got Titans minus five and a half. Okay. Justin, are you I'll on? I'll bet it at five I'm not and on a this half. game. No. That's what it was at earlier. Okay. Go. That's at six. Is it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if that matters that much. Yeah, I, I had it at five. I'm not on this one, but I could certainly see Derrick Henry going for <laughs> 300 rushing yards in this one. 300, yeah. Because I mean, the Bengals tackle. have the worst tackling defense in the history of football. Oh, yeah, and that's a big that's a big deal. So, um, yeah, and remember I said last week I would like to know what Derrick Henry's stats are coming off of a 200-yard game. Uh, he rushed for 75 yards, and I think a lot of that came kind of towards the end. He didn't have – I think he had like 30 Oh, no, they yards. shut him down. Yeah, so the Steelers' defense is the real deal, and they did very good against Derrick It was Henry. really Tannehill – Keeping him in the game. That really almost – Brought him to tie the game, but yeah. the missed field goal, obviously. Yep. Um, all right, Nick, give me a pick. Uh, I don't really like that many games. So me neither. Don't judge me on this one, but uh, Rams at the Dolphins. The Rams are four-point favorites. Two attack of a low is getting his first start, and I'm taking the Dolphins plus four are you really? in I'm Miami. On, I'm on the Rams. I'm also on the Rams. I think you look at the the success the Dolphins were able to have against the 49ers. Uh-huh. And I think that that parallels to the Rams. Tua the, came in in garbage time. I'm not saying I'm not talking about Tua. No, here. I know I'm, you're not. I'm just saying like like I don't I Tua's don't. better than Ryan Fitzpatrick whether anybody wants to believe. No, he will be, that. but right now you no, think he gives I them think the best that chance to win? Yes, I do. Really? I absolutely do. I think that he's it, you look at the success that Justin Hebert's having. Herbert. Herbert. Uh, <laughs> dude, Tua Tagovailoa is a lot better than him. Tua no, Tagovailoa yeah, probably is, had the better, it's the best arm. Uh, no, he did 100%, but it's in different circumstances, draft. though. I Her, don't know. Herbert's got better weapons. The, the Dolphins are certainly in position to. Herbert's got much better weapons around him. Yeah, but the, the the Dolphins have good players as well. No, they have talent, but not what the Chargers have. Hunter Henry, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, yeah, even though I, he's I hurt, think Justin it, Jackson. Yeah, Justin Jackson. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> he's probably he's up there with who's the Dolphins' number one guy? Miles Gaskin's pretty Miles good. Miles Gaskin is played really saying. good this okay, year. Okay, I'm just saying. The Dolphins are a really good team, and I mean, I mean, they're not really like star players. And they're good. That's my Co- point. They're a well coached team, and I just think that. I think this, they're going to be able to keep this game close. I really do. Okay. Well, I'm on the Rams. I think the Rams are clicking. Um, I was on the Rams when they played against the Giants, and it did not go well. But, I mean, we saw what they did um, yesterday. They put together a pretty, pretty good effort on Monday night, 24-10 to 10 win over the Bears. Bears obviously have a decent defense, and uh, the Rams defense held uh, Nick Foles to 261 yards and two interceptions. So. I mean, they absolutely they smashed the, the this was 49ers. A, this was a five and one Chicago team that they, I mean, pretty much manhandled. So yeah, no, I'm going to take the Rams. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I could see the storyline like Tua lights it up, leads them to a win. That's not then, exactly what I think is going to happen. It's that it's the team. It's their de- their defense is good, and they have playmakers on offense. And uh, to me. When you look at what they were able to do to the 49ers, they beat the 49ers 43-17. to 17. Yeah, uh, I think that Tua Tagovailoa gives them a better chance at winning than Ryan Fitzpatrick did. And uh, to me, that's a that's the big reason why I'm doing it. I think that he makes enough plays. I don't know how shiny it's going to look yeah. as far as numbers, but 
uh, I do think that he makes enough plays, maybe even. I feel like we still need to see his mobility, too. I'm sure he's good. They wouldn't put him out there if he wasn't good. But you got to see it in game speed. Like, yeah. when you got Aaron Donald running at you, right. your hip better be healthy. So, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to see him do well. Don't get me wrong. I, I wish him nothing but the best. But I don't know. I can't take him in this spot. But um, we shall see. So, um, next next pick I got, I'm going with the Saints. Minus four over the Bears. Bears, I I think that this is a good spot for the Saints defense to start finding some chemistry and stop giving up fucking deep balls because Marcus Williams is like like Ray Charles back there. I don't I don't think he can see. Um, so yeah, no, I think this is a good spot for them to. Uh, you got a struggling Nick Foles, as I said last week. The Bears are the worst five and one team in the history of football. Um, I don't think that they're going to be able to stop us. The defense is not what it used to be. Hopefully Michael Thomas comes back, but it's looking like he might not. But Sanders should be back. Uh, hopefully Callaway's ankle is not too serious because he started really emerging as a, a definite threat at wideout. Um, I the temperature in this game it's going to be a cold one, so it's going to be a Latavius Murray type game. Um, I don't know. I like the Saints here. Saints. This is right around the time when the Saints get clicking. So we're on a we're on a good little win streak, sitting at four and two. I said when we lost to the Packers that we're going to be 5-2 and two going into the game against Tampa, so I'm taking them Saints versus the Bears. I have, I have a question about this game. Yeah. Why do we have to play at Chicago two years in a row? No, I know. I was thinking that, too. We played at Chicago. Was it last year? Yeah, because yeah. that's when Teddy was playing. Yeah. No, that's a good question. That really is. I was yeah. thinking about that because I was like, weren't we just fucking here? Yeah. So, I don't know. At least make them come to the Dome. I know. Yeah, um, LSU played Vanderbilt two years in a row in Vanderbilt. Yeah. Well, so. I think that had more to do with the weird scheduling with the Yeah, SEC, it did. It certainly I mean, did. No, yeah, there's no excuse for, yeah, for the NFL. NFL. Yeah. No, that's a good question. So I don't know. Um but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Saints. Are either one any of y'all on it? Yeah, I am I'm, I'm piggybacking that one. Um I scratched one out and I'm adding that one in. Yeah. I like that we're on a hot streak and I think we're gonna keep it rolling. Well, also too, the Saints are normally in the last like three, four years one of the best teams against the spread, and we have not been good against the spread this year. So No, that that's why I'm not on it. If it was three, I'd be on it. Yeah. No, I don't Because I could see us winning by three. I mean, we could. We won the last two games by. But this is one of those games where it's like, we're going to kick the shit out of them. The, what, that game is coming, dude. That, that like, 42 to, like, 17 win is coming. So, and I think this is the spot. Drew Brees is playing lights out. That whole Drew Brees is washed up take. That's the fucking worst take of all time. And we're getting Thomas back this week. I think. Well, it's, well no, that's not a no. definite yet. Possibly. That's what I was saying. It's not. It's not a definite that he comes back. He's got a grade one hamstring strain. That's why he was out last week. Um, there's a lot of rumors circulating around Michael Thomas. So, um, but I think I think that's what they are. They're just rumors. So he will be back. I don't know if he'll be back this week. Um, if he is back, look for the spread to probably grow a little bit in the Saints' favor. But uh, Sanders should be back if he can clear protocol. And like I said, if Callaway, dude, Callaway really showed me something. Callaway looked good. He he was playing that like almost that Marcus Colston role. Like he was finding the soft spot in the zone, and it was ten yards every time. So, um, Jared Cook with an incredible touchdown catch. I think it's going to be a lot of Latavius Murray. So, cold weather he looked game. Good last week, Latavius. Yeah, I mean he didn't. I don't. I didn't we didn't feed him as much as we should, but um. I think we're he's going to get the rock a good bit this week. So, Josh, are you on this game or are you staying away? No, I'm staying away. Okay. Um, give me one of yours then, Josh. Honestly, wait, that's my yeah, that's my last pick cuz I already said I was on the Rams minus 4, so that's it for me in the NFL. Only got four picks. I've got two more. Okay. Okay. Uh I'm a this is a I got two picks left. But I'm gonna, I'm going to go with this one first. Okay. Um 
Patriots at Buffalo. Buffalo's minus three and a half point favorites. Last time I checked, I'm taking I'm taking Buffalo here. Um, See, this was the biggest scream stay away of any game that I saw this week. I just I think with the Bills struggling, I, Josh Allen's got to get it going eventually. You would think, but dude, I I really wasn't big on Josh Allen, and then that's why somebody was like, he's a number one quarterback in fantasy. I'm like, who gives a shit? Yeah, like, I I don't. I'm not a huge believer in Allen. I don't think he's going to be able to win you the big one. I don't I don't think he's going to be able to get it done in the playoffs, but I think he's talented, don't get me wrong, and he might get there, but right there, right now, I don't see it. And like we said, it's not often that the Patriots lose two in a row. When's the last time the Patriots lost three in a row? Yeah, but when was the last time Patriots played without Tom Brady? No, and that's a good point. That's definitely a good point. I don't so, know. It's like Tom Brady, dude, would be struggling and – and this team as well. No, I yeah, I think so too. They don't have weapons, dude. No, not at all. And the, Harry got hurt. Nikhil uh, Harry, yeah, in that game early. Uh-huh. So, so is, I mean, is Cam starting or is he benched? I don't think he's benched. I think they just pulled him. They just yeah, pulled okay. him. Was out. I don't know. It just after after last week's loss against the Forty ers I don't know. I feel like it's just it's yeah. killing them. I mean, right don't now. get me wrong. I, I'm not saying I would bet on the Patriots. I I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't touch. I don't want to touch either side just because the Bills looked really good, and then lately they have not. So. They could get back on track in this game. This could be a good spot for them to get back on track, but I don't know. I'm staying away. I'm not I'm not going to touch it. Are you on this, Justin? Yep. I'm on Patriots plus three and a half. Are you? Yep. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Are you on this at all, Nick? No. No? Okay. You got any more picks? I don't know. All right. I'm waiting to hear somebody <laughs> to convince me something. Okay. Well, I'm done. Because I only have two. Justin has some. Yeah. All right. What you uh, got? Last one. Make it good because he. I think it's a good me. one. It it was a tough. The Patriots was my big easy bet. Oh really? But this one's was a close contender. Yeah, actually the Rams was actually Saints are, Saints are going to be my big easy bet. But it's the Browns and Raiders. I'm taking Browns minus two and a half. Really? I think with Odell out, I think honestly, Baker plays. I mean, it might be really it might well. be it might be less pressure on him because he I doesn't feel is. like he needs yeah. to force feed Odell. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, that could be a good point. Um, what do you think about this game, Nick? Is he swaying you? No. <laughs> Not at all? Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't love that game either. Raiders were another team that were looking like they could be solid and have not looked very great the last few weeks, um, but potentially could hop back on track just like the Bills. No, I think that the Raiders could um, beat them. Yeah. The sure. Raiders are good. I mean, so what? Are, what are the Brown, what's the Browns' record right now? Five and... I think they're five and two. Is it five and two? Let me see. Yeah, I definitely think yeah, that this five is a two. game that the Browns could drop. I, yeah, the Browns are not going six and two. Not going six and two. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it. Honestly, I think I'm going to take the Raiders plus two and a half. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to hop on the Raiders here. The Raiders got weapons. They do, and they're really good. They're coming off that bye week, so they had that bye week lull. So, I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Raiders there. You did not sway Nick, swayed and you swayed you me the, to the other side. The other side. Yeah, I think you just brought it to my attention and made me think about well, it. Well, I was thinking bit. about taking the Raiders, but I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Actually, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Josh, are you on this? Uh, no. Hop on the Raiders. Take the Raiders. You may as well. I wanted the Raiders so bad last week, and they just let me down. Yeah. Well. I'm hopping on the Raiders plus two and a half, and then I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Superchargers minus three against the Broncos. That's a good pick. I like that pick. Really? That one's going to be my biggest bet, the Chargers. 
You didn't even have it on your paper until 10 seconds ago. Now it's your lock. Interesting. Bingo. Josh, you got any more? This is going to be my big easy bet of the week. Um, we have the Jets at Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs are currently minus 19.5 point favorites. Oh, um, my God. Jets are 1-6 against the spread. They I like are. them to become 1-7 this week. Oh, um, 19? It's not every day you see 19 points. I mean, red. I mean Miami beat them. at 20 Miami and a beat. half at one point. No, that I've is never seen the a 20 biggest point. spread. That Miami beat the Jets 24 to nothing. I and know. The Char- and the Chiefs have a 100 Miami, times team. But yeah, like times. Miami's pretty good, dude. Oh, I'm not saying they're not good, but I mean. <laughs> Nick loves the Dolphins like he loves a and I think I can see this game being a 38 to 10 game. Like No, it, and yeah, it definitely, 100% quarter. it could be. It could be fucking 50 to 5. For all I care, but suck. the like, average the average differential in points in the NFL is like three and a half points, yeah. something like that. So it's like, just like so. if the Chiefs stumble at all, or like you know, all, all you need is one touchdown. strip sack. Yeah, one strip sack, and it's like oh fuck. Like or J- Jets get off to a hot start, ball then bounce away, kick return touchdown, anything, and it's like oh shit. I don't know. Chiefs are hot right now. No, just, stand by it though. This, you got to stand I by. I love them it. in this game. I do. All right. There's so so that, many points. I don't have the nuts. No, fuck no. I don't have nuts. Um, all right. Is that it? You good? I'm done, yeah. yeah. Nick, Nick's done. Nick's done. That's all, folks. All right, recap real quick. Thursday night, I'm taking the Falcons plus three. Then I'm taking t- Titans minus five and a half. My big easy bet of the week is Saints minus four. Give me the Rams minus four over Tua. Three pick sixes for Tua. Uh, Raiders plus two and a half. Nick? I'm going with... The Panthers minus two and a half at home on Thursday night football against the Falcons. I'm going with the Dolphins plus four at home against the Rams. I'm going with the Raiders plus two and a half. Don't know if they're playing at home, but doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Justin loves the Browns. We love the Raiders. And then I'm going with the Chargers. They're going a mile high, but look, the Chargers to me are a team that's going to start winning these close games, and I think that they beat the beat the Broncos. Uh, taking the Chargers minus three as my big easy bet. Okay. Um, you didn't like how I threw in there that two was throwing three pick sixes? I didn't even hear it. Okay. Well, Justin, go ahead and recap yours real quick. I got Falcons plus two and a half over the Panthers. Saints minus four over the Bears. Rams minus four and a half over the Dolphins. Browns minus two and a half over the Raiders. And my big easy bet is the Patriots plus three and a half over the Bills. All right, Josh. All right, so I got Falcons at Panthers. Uh, Panthers minus two and a half. Titans minus five and a half at the Bengals. Uh, Chiefs minus 19 and a half against the Jets. My big easy bet of the week. And then uh, Buffalo minus three and a half against the Patriots. Okay, there you go. There's the NFL picks. Um, obviously, kind of a little flip-flop this week. We were struggling in, in the NCAA all year. Then we had, I mean, really good week in the NCAA. Best week we've had all year. Uh, Nick's on fire. I mean, he did good in the NFL too. I didn't. But, I mean, all that matters is we're handing out winners now. We're getting we're getting on the winning track, and we're about to keep it rolling. I got another nine picks in college. Nick, you've got a handful of picks. Five. Um, five. Yeah. So, Justin, you got anything to say before we go? Um, Rays or Dodgers tonight? Rays or Dodgers? Uh, Rays. Yeah. I like the Rays. Yeah. Take probably. the Rays on the money line. Probably the Rays. Um, Josh, you got anything before we go? Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Nick? Go Tigers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So that'll wrap up episode 60. 60 episodes, man. That is a lot. Uh, we've been doing it for well over a year now. So, yeah. I mean, everybody who's listening along the way, we appreciate it. Uh, we're going to keep trying to hand out big, easy bets because I still got a lot of student debts. Uh, and I know Nick does. 
What so, are we going to do at 100? I mean, who knows, Justin? That's like fucking two years away. So Hopefully we'll be <laughs> up $100 million. Yeah, <laughs> we probably won't. But all right, episode 60, y'all have a good one. Who that? We do. We play like we play. Right, Peter?